If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar. It's November, and Thanksgiving is closer than you might think. It's a holiday to celebrate what's good in our lives, family, friends, food. But what if you're among the food insecure? According to Feeding America, about 42 million people in this nation, one in every eight Americans, is food insecure. And for the population that we serve— children, that number is about 13 million. One in every six children nationwide, one in every six children in the state of Delaware, one in every four children in the state of Florida, all wondering where their next meal is coming from. Joining me today to talk about how Nemours Associates can help fight food insecurity is Peggy Parrish. Peggy is responsible for Nemours Community Relations in the Florida region, and Danielle Stubelow. Danielle is a program manager in community engagement in the Delaware Valley region. And we're talking about the Nemours food fight. No Animal House references here. This is serious stuff. First, let's hear from our guests about their respective roles with the enterprise, starting with Danielle Stubelo. What our team does is we look to get our associates out into the community to volunteer their time. And we also work with our community partners to provide some impact investments to them and work on joint programming to provide kids and families in the communities with opportunities to have them lead healthier lives well beyond medicine. Peggy. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having us today. Uh, My name is Peggy Parrish. I'm responsible for community relations throughout Florida. And like community engagement, our goal is really to live our mission, live the Nemours mission outside the walls of our hospitals and clinics in Florida, and really provide our community resources on anything and everything to help all children lead the best lives they can. And a big part of this is community outreach. There's something happening right now, and it's called the Nemours Food Fight. It goes through November 14th, I believe. Peggy, give me some history of that. Sure. Well, the Nemours Food Fight started several years ago, really as a friendly competition between Delaware Valley and Florida. The goal was to see who can collect the most food for our communities. Would it be Florida or would it be Delaware? Lately, though, we really took a look at the food fight and what our goals and what our priorities are. So right now we are refocusing the friendly fight and the vision is really to fight food insecurity. We really want to make an impact in the communities that we live and work. So by focusing on the fight to help families who have or have not been impacted by COVID, just needing to know where their next meal is coming from, that is what we're fighting for. We're fighting for those families in need and those children who do not know where their next meal is coming from. 
So is there still a, a little maybe friendly rivalry between North and South, or is this now an enterprise-wide fight against food insecurity? Well, I think deep down inside there might be a friendly competition, but really our goal is to fight for the people in our community who need us to fight for them and support them and help them during these difficult times. Why is it important that Nemours generally should be reaching out to the community and why specifically this food fight, this raising of funds for preventing food insecurity in Delaware, Florida, and the community at large. Danielle. Thanks, Carol. So we know that by providing families with healthy food options, that this really contributes to healthy growth. It contributes to their success in school. It contributes to their uh, mental health. And this is an opportunity for us to make impacts in all of those areas. We know that food insecurity has been heightened since COVID has happened, and we're really proud to be working with our local food banks in each of our regions to be impacting food insecurity. In terms of how this is run pre-pandemic versus the way it's done today, has it always been a virtual kind of drive, or was that at one time there was some physical bringing of cans to hospitals that doesn't happen anymore? It started as uh, bring the food in, you know, go to the grocery store, pick up a couple extra cans of green beans or bottled water. But it, with anything during the pandemic, we had to reevaluate how we can make this successful and how to make it more user-friendly for our associates who'd like to participate. So last year during COVID, we made it virtual, knowing that a lot of associates are working from home or are on their computer a lot. So we wanted to provide, instead of spending those dollars at the grocery store, consider to donate them through our links. And that way, the food goes directly to the food banks that we've selected. And in all honesty, we're able to do so much more that way because the food banks are able to take the $1 that we would donate and provide four or five dollars worth of food. So we're really able to make a greater impact by doing it this way virtually instead of bringing the food in to donate it. Danielle, and then I'll ask Peggy as well, talk about food insecurity in the state of Delaware in the general area, the footprint that Nemours covers up in the northern part of the East Coast. So in the Delaware Valley, we cover the whole state of Delaware. We cover southeastern Pennsylvania and southern New Jersey. And with that, we're partnering with three different food banks in the region. So the Food Bank of Delaware in Delaware, we have Phil Abundance in Pennsylvania, and we're partnering with the Food Bank of South Jersey in New Jersey. And these are really three wonderful organizations who not only have your traditional brick and mortar set up for distributing food. They also have lots of youth programming where they give food to kids on Fridays. So they have healthy meals to eat over the weekend. They provide summer nutrition programs for kids when they're out of school. Um, and they have mobile units where they go out into the community at community centers and provide healthy produce that way. So 
um, we're really proud to be able to support these partners in this region. And we know that there are many families in need this time of year, especially given that the holidays are coming up. And we all know that it's much more fun to celebrate the holidays with good food around. And this is a really great way to be able to support them to do that. And Peggy, what's the the state of food insecurity in Florida? The need is growing, that's for sure. Florida is ranked 10th in the country for food insecurity. So we definitely have more and more people in need. So that's why this is even more important this year than ever before. In Jacksonville alone, there are over 310,000 people that are facing food insecurity, which is 40,000 more before the pandemic. So we're in Jacksonville, we partner with Feeding Northeast Florida, and they're really able to look at those one in four children that are going hungry or one in six adults and finding ways to get food into their homes. In Orlando, we partner with Second Harvest Food Bank. And here in Central Florida, the need has grown to about 95 million more meals are needed now this year than before the pandemic began. So we partner with Second Harvest Food Bank, who does an incredible job, again, of taking that $1 to provide $5 worth of food for each and every family. And then up in Pensacola, in Northern Florida, we partner with Mana Food Bank and Pensacola is no different. There are about 45 to 50% more people who identify with food insecurity now. So the numbers are real. The statistics are heartbreaking. But this is why at Nemours, we really try to identify the needs in the community and really do something about it. You quoted a statistic that's a little bit shocking if we kind of draw it out and put a spotlight on it. And that is... One in four children mm-hmm. are suffering from food insecurity. Talk about that statistic and Nemours being a pediatric healthcare system, the importance of making sure kids are fed. Sure. Well, like Danielle said earlier, you know, a good diet is really the foundation of a healthy child. So with our mission dedicated to children's health, We know that doesn't start when they come to the hospital or a clinic for a checkup. If you think about where the children's healthcare starts, it's in their home, it's in their schools, it's in their community. And if you think about one in four children, I always think about my son's classroom that has about 40 kids in the classroom. And that breaks my heart that so many of those kids right there in that classroom are having a hard time focusing on their schoolwork or listening to their teacher or doing that test or homework because their stomach is growling. They're hungry. And what we're seeing is there are more and more kids getting their last meal at school on Friday for the free or reduced lunch, and then their next meal Monday morning when they go back to school. So we're really looking to help close that gap and identify ways to make sure those children have food over the weekend. So they're ready to go Monday morning and they're ready to learn and they're ready to start their day right. But it's very hard to do that if they're so hungry. It's hard to do anything when you're so hungry. So again, by looking at what the specific needs are in our individual communities, which 
unfortunately, food insecurity goes across the board. It's across the United States that more and more families are identifying with food insecurity. So by us helping to close that gap, we're doing our part to help raise the healthiest generations of children. Talk about how this initiative ties into the tagline, Well Beyond Medicine, which is part of the new strategic plan and is part of the new brand. Sure. I think Well Beyond Medicine is a fantastic way to describe the work that we do outside the walls of our hospitals and clinics. Well Beyond Medicine, at its core, is that and a way to help the children live healthy, happy lives from the comfort of their home or in their neighborhood. 20% of the children's healthcare happens in the hospitals and clinics. So we really need to focus on that 80% and what they're doing and what they have resources and where are their gaps that we can help. So this food fight is one of the many examples that were true to our mission of well beyond medicine because we're identifying what they need in their home or their community and we're helping to address that specific need. We have a responsibility. We are a pediatric healthcare institution that cares about that whole child and that whole family. And that starts in their home. It doesn't start after they've been diagnosed with a certain disease or a chronic illness. So the more we can be proactive and prevent some of these chronic illnesses, we are going to raise healthier children. And honestly, that is our goal right now, to raise the healthiest generations of children. They're our future. We owe this to them. Danielle or Peggy, talk about the influence, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I want to revisit it, of the pandemic on food insecurity. Um, There was a lot more given the economy throughout all of this, and the pandemic is still going on. Talk about the importance of all of these efforts, especially given the pandemic. So we know that during the pandemic, many individuals have um, lost their jobs or have had reduced hours, unfortunately. And with that comes some financial hardship. And we know that many people throughout the pandemic that have accessed food pantries and food banks have accessed them for the first time. They've never needed to access food in this way before. So as we come to turn the corner, in COVID, um, hopefully sooner rather than later, right? Um, we are continuing to serve those families that may not have needed this kind of resource before um, and just be able to provide these families with food in, in their time of need is really what we're all about. Now, we have contact with a lot of families, a lot of kids, everyday providers, greeters, security guards, people who clean and and park cars. Each day we are interacting with families and children. If one of us, one Nemours associate, notices that perhaps there is an issue with food insecurity in a particular family, what resources are available that they can offer to the family? I love that question, Carol. And one of my favorite, favorite things about working at Nemours is the 
level of kindness and compassion that we have in each and every associate. So it doesn't matter if it's the child's primary physician or the nurses or the social workers. We really hear across the board that all of our associates treat our patients with kindness and compassion. So when one of our associates realizes that there is a family that's struggling, they're able to, you know, have that conversation and direct them to the resources. I know our social workers are the best of the best, and they go above and beyond to identify the needs of that individual family. And those needs sometimes are outside of the hospital or clinic. And when a family does share with us that they are in need of food, we have so many valuable resources that we can share with those families. First, our social workers have a list of food banks that can be organized by zip code. So we can share with that family the nearest food bank that is closest to their home. In addition to that, we have such fantastic relationships with all of the food banks and our markets that we're really able to help guide them on what they need to do after they go to the food bank. And a lot of times their social workers can walk them through the process that they maybe have never identified with food insecurity before. But because of the pandemic, they find themselves in this unique situation and they don't know about the resources that are available to them every single day. So our social workers are able to help them get approved for food stamps or help them get in touch with the other resources that provide them the most basic needs that they're finding themselves without right now. Sounds like social work plays a really big role. So if somebody's an Amores associate listening right now, your social work department, wherever you may be, is really a great resource. I am sold. I want to donate. I want to participate. Uh, Being a northerner, I want to make sure that we do a little bit better than Florida. Um, what can I do? Where can I go? Who can I talk to? Where's your credit card, Carol? <laughs> you know, at this point, I am, you know, the girl from Florida. I, if, if you're willing to make that donation in Delaware and we're able to close the gap, I hope Delaware wins. And I'm sure all of my Florida colleagues are cringing when I say that, but it's truly a labor of love and what we're doing for all of the families that need our support the most. So Florida or Delaware, if we can increase the opportunity to help those families in need, then let's do it. You're here. So where can I go? What can I do if I'm an associate? So what you can do to donate is you can search on the SharePoint site for Nemours Cares and that will bring you to our webpage with all the information for our local food banks and the links to contribute. And also, if you're interested in taking it a step further, there's also volunteerism opportunities listed where you can get engaged with some of our best partners. And if you've never been to a food bank, never uh, experienced even being in a small one that's maybe in a city hall or a town hall or a large warehouse food bank, the work they do is fantastic. It is immensely intricate. And as uh, one of you mentioned earlier, it is you go to them, they come to you, 
or uh, it's right there in the schools for the kids. So it's it's really a win-win. It really, really is. So this has just become a really exciting annual event that we look forward to every year um, because every year we're just blown away by the generosity of our associates enterprise-wide. And I'm sure that this year will be another banner year for everyone's contributions. So we thank you so much for your time today and the ability to talk about one of our near and dear passions, this food fight. And we hope you all consider donating to this worthy cause. Peggy, any final words? Yeah, I just really wanted to express my sincere appreciation to all of our associates who are either thinking about participating or who already have participated in this food drive. We know this is just one of the many examples on how we go well beyond medicine to help the children and families in our communities. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Peggy Parrish oversees community relations for the Nemours, Florida region. Danielle Stubbelo is a Nemours program manager in community relations for the Delaware Valley. As noted, the Nemours food fight goes through Sunday, November 14th. Check the Nemours Care site on SharePoint on how you can make your donation and help fight food insecurity in your community. The Nemours Champions for Children podcast is all about associates just like you. And we want to hear from you and tell your story. Send your ideas to podcast at Nemours.org. That's podcast at Nemours.org. The Champions for Children podcast is found on Nemours Net and the Nemours Now app and wherever you find your other favorite podcasts, including your smart speaker. Many thanks to Peter Adebi and Deborah Griffin for their production support this week. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts. On behalf of Peggy Parrish and Danielle Stubbelo, I'm Carol Vassar, and thank you for listening to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and thank you for all you do for the children and families we serve.